podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to... Welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm going to leave that. I'm a little tongue twisted. It's one of those days today. Um, Before we jump into the podcast today, I want to make sure I give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. They, what I love about them is not only how easy it is to set up, not only how great their customer service is, but what I like is how innovative they are. They're always changing their machine, always making it better, always looking to pivot. It's why they're one of our sponsors because we believe in him so much. So go over and check them out. Mentioned, uh, mentioned Coach Unplugged, mentioned High School Hoops, mentioned teachhoops.com, mentioned Coach Collins, mentioned anybody, and they'll give you $400 off um, related to us. Uh, that's You won't find a better discount out there. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for a coach to help you coach, <laughs> if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for my bat phone, if you're looking to get help in every aspect of the game, if you're looking for clinics, if you're looking for videos, if you're looking for motivation, if you're looking for handouts, looking for practice ideas, anything, we have it all in there with a 14-day free trial. Go over and check it out. Um, only 14-day free trial out there. It will You will not be disappointed. Um, we believe in our product so much, and um, I think you'll love it. So go over and check it out. It's help, what, uh, what helps us keep the lights on here and everything moving forward. So have a great day, and let's head off to the podcast. So we're going to talk a little flex offense today, but before we dive into that, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I, if you want to shoot or be a shooter, you got to shoot. Pretty simple. You know, if you want to be a pharmacist, you better go learn about drugs. Yeah. I was just going to get political there, but I stopped myself. Thank you. <laughs> and then the second thing is uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I, I'm, I think probably by the time this one goes up or, the, or at least next week, the new site's going to be going, rocking and rolling. I'm super excited about it. Putting in the blueprint of basically how to become a coach. All the stuff we're putting up, all the individual stuff, all the team stuff. Um, very, very excited about it. So go over and check it out. Prices are going up. I, I, I've just talked to a market. I, everybody I've talked to says I'm not charging enough. So I got to increase prices. So I'm just being real people. If you want to get in, you better get in now. So anyway. Yeah, the, the resources are continually getting greater and greater. Well, they're getting, there's more resources, resources and it's like, come on. I'm getting like, shoot. It's is, the interactive piece too and, and the resources. Well, it's like I was, on, I was on phone calls this morning for like two hours with T-Troops members talking stuff and um, – yeah, so it's it's time, it's it's interaction, it's community, it's all that. All right, so go ahead, Coach Flex. What are we going to talk about today? And you've already talked about T troops. You talked about all that good stuff. Okay, awesome. Um, I did. So I already uh, did. I did my I did my shameless flag. shameless plugs at the beginning. But yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about offense for the next four weeks, um, and uh, we have a Facebook page that is directly connected to Teach Hoop. So I've been contacting with Teach Hoop members, and basically people that are Teach Hoop members listening to our show. Anytime I pose a question and so forth, pr- provide ideas. Stephen, yes, because they were the, basically the ones that picked these four. Right, yeah. and which yeah. which which is so nice because I feel like no matter what. 
you are not the only person out there that have those same things because there's so much commonality in, among the game and certain things that coaches do. So going out there and asking questions and, and, and getting perspectives are great. And then what happens too is, you know, we can also have conversations on our Facebook page talking about what we, what, what giveaways you got from there. Or it's a Facebook group, not a Facebook group. page. There is a group. difference. Only Facebook gurus know, but there's a difference. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead a group, which are only people that are members of our website, yes. correct? Yes. yes. So that is another piece where we once, you know, I think was really cool. If you are a Teach Hoop member, you can be able to have those conversations with us as well. All right. So uh, we decided to start with the flex offense. A lot of high school coaches run it. Um, and so we're basically the next four weeks going to talk about the pros and cons and just kind of talk about a little bit experience, what your thoughts are about it. Um, just overall, um, basically, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, what do you, um, so let me first say that I ran this, I don't know, for seven, eight years, probably, um, won a state title running it, won a couple state titles running it. Um, it can work, it, you know, flex swing. We'll put kind of throw them together. Cause there's, some yeah, I don't really it. consider those a, a, a true separate topic. Uh, the swing tends to have the more of the, uh, the flare screen and the interchange action. And then the flex tends to have that pin down action, which I like a little bit better at times on um, just because it's, a, I like that screen. I like the pin down action, but ultimately it, it, early a flex offense includes that flex screen. So. Right. And I'll, uh, and I'll, we'll, I'll put some basic stuff down here or I'll link it to our, I'll link it to the, to, to some free resources on our site too. So people can look up the offenses that we're going to talk about because I want to at least let people kind of see what's going on. With and so it. like through this too, I might ask Steve questions. He might ask me questions based on some of the things that we talk about. So my experience is that I've ran some variations of it and I've seen variations of the flex too. So there's just not just one type of flex offense. Um, like the flex that I ran is the Demathia flex. So a lot of times in the flex offense, you have that up screen and the player comes down. Well, it goes from an up screen. The player then sets a uh, block to block screen for the five man. And the five man stays inside your offense, the entire continuity. Um, and we had a kid that was six, eight, which was really effective. So one thing, as we talk here through all these offenses, there are variations and modifications that you can make based on your team. I've seen other actions of the flex where it includes double pin downs to flex screens. And so there are variations. There's just not one size all. And then I don't know, locations of the floor can be different too right steve yeah i mean i'm i i think we should talk about i think a good way to dive into this too would be talk about some strengths and weaknesses let's let's do that first why don't so, you why don't you take a couple strengths and i'll, I'll let's do strengths first we want to be positive right. people and then i'll you do a couple i'll do a couple and then we'll dive into okay, the because i have a button loads of that so there are variations where you can build on um easy to create breakdown drills and uh, with the flex offense, very easy, um, especially even if you wanted to make a base offense in your whole high school program or in your middle school program, it's very easy to introduce and teach. Um, I like that it consists of a flex screen and a pin down screen, which in my opinion are very two effective screens in high school basketball and hard to guard. Um, easy to teach. Uh, love the uh, concept of post and paint touches. Lots of high percentage shots inside. 
Um, one other thing I really loved about it, and I got, the last thing is that when I started, and we have a lot of coaches that start out, it's a nice framework to build on an open or free motion offense as you it develop is. your program. It so it's relatively easy to learn. Right. So if we're going to talk about a pro, I think it's relatively easy to learn. You don't need to dribble a lot. So if you have a team, so that's where I think you got to kind of look at what your strengths and weaknesses of your specific team are. But it's pretty relatively, and so I'm just going through some of the things that I've thought about. It also can control tempo. Um, you know, it, de it de definitely dictates the speed. If you've watched a Wisconsin team, you've watched, I mean, not that you can't go fast, but it will definitely dictate tempo. Um, and, you know, there's lots of entries. There's lots of entries and lots of offenses. But um, I like, you know, it, it, it definitely has, if you've watched Wisconsin play, a, a definite pro would be that you, there's, there's plenty of opportunities for guards to post up in the flex um, or in the swing. Um, so my big ones are less dribbling, controlling tempo, be able to, to, to get hold of those posts, um, you know, and relatively easy to learn. I think those are all, so for, especially for sometimes, if you can enter the ball, it's a great youth, youth, um, you know, even younger high school levels. And, and, and I've run it, I've thrown it in the last couple of years just to, to, to get a change up to, to, especially to work on our screening and stuff. Cause to rotate the ball, you definitely got to be able to screen on it. Yeah, and the one I was talking about, it is a really nice framework. My first year coaching varsity, second year coaching varsity basketball, the new pro. First year coaching with a new program, we used the flex for probably 75% of the season, and then we started building up a free motion four-out one-in, and they really started to grasp it really right. quickly. Right. And so it is a, if you're a motion guy and you're, you're coming in and your kids are not to that point, it's easy to teach, and then you can build off of it. Also, like you were saying, too, is that it's a great way if you are a motion kind of style offense um, with your younger kids. Like when I was in school and when I had my other my younger teams, they would run a variation of this to move into a motion style offense as well. Um, Perfect. So some of the things that um, that is we have to be uh, uh, cautious with or cons, I thought it's very predictable unless you make reads. It is. It it's is. Monotonous. It's, it's super hard. I mean, that, that predictable is what I put on the top. I mean, there are reads and there are counters. There aren't as many counters as some of the other ones we're going to talk about. For sure. Which, which is one of the issues it, it causes is the reversal of the ball, that predictability. Um, yeah, go ahead. What else? What else do you um, have as a weakness? Uh, one of my weaknesses is, is everyone's got to be able to score everywhere. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe with dribble drive, you have a post or with the Prince Center that, um, uh, you know, it, 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 you can get some kind of variation. I also think if you're a soft team, I don't think the swing is, uh, this flex is very effective either. Um, because you can get pushed around. A lot of teams will bump the cutter, bump the flex screen. If you're a soft team, you, you get pushed around. Um, you're not going to be very effective as, it, as well. The other thing I talked about is it, it's easy to switch. Uh, teams can switch on you easily. And that goes uh, to reversal. That goes yep. to that reversal. It's really hard when people are switching. That's where the counters. Now, when they do when they do switch, you can get pins easy. Right. Um, but I did say if you are also uh talking about the switch, it's not as a very effective if you're undersized. So if you have all the same guards and team switches on you, like 
um, it can be very easy for teams to play defensively on you as well. Did you hear me scream there back there? I did. I was wondering if you're okay. I am. I'm going to have right. to edit that out. Hold on. <laughs> I thought I mute. I thought I mute. You did it. mute. I saw your mouth. Oh, good. Okay. So if we were live, if you're watching this on YouTube and you see me like, okay, so it was muted. Okay, good. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't was muted. Quite, I was have to go back. It was quite humorous. Actually. No, they're playing. They're, my, my niece is here visiting. They're playing Uno and they're all okay. screaming right now. So if you hear screaming, whatever, I'm going to leave it. But I was just trying to get him to not be <laughs> loud about it. There's a, there's very comp- this is a very competitive household. Let's there's just- nothing wrong with that. Kids no. got to be kids. <laughs> no, it's my wife screaming. What are you talking oh. about? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This is competitive house, man. Um, I, one other thing is it does – a lot of the offenses that we're going to talk about I think work really well against zone. This one the, does not. This one doesn't. It really no. doesn't. Um you're going to have to have something different. You you can run Princeton. You can run Reed and Rat. You can run some of the other offenses that we're going to talk about against the zone, and it does work because you've got the cutting and the moving. Right. This one doesn't oh. really work. Yep. So I think that's another weakness. So, um, like, you, another weakness would be just it's not very adaptive. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a motion offense or a read react um, is very adaptive. And I have ran motion offense against a one, three, one. I've seen teams even use dribble drive against some zone stuff, depending on what they do. So that's uh, your, your, what might happen. It might be easy to teach, but then you're going to have to be willing to use something else. Um, but to say it's not effective, it can be effective, but it has, I think the key to it being effective is the ability to make reads and counters on the actions. If you can be able to do that. Right. I agree. I agree. All right. Full time out today. Oh yeah. Full time. I am. am That's good. I think that's a good, that's a good intro. It's a very structured offense. Um, you know, it, it has a pattern. Everyone needs to go to a specific place. It has its place. In basketball, for sure. I don't think it's something that's going to go away. But um, I think that those are some of the strengths and weaknesses when you're thinking about picking a team or picking an offense. I think you got to think about those. Yeah, go All ahead, right. Coach. Who inspired you when you played the game of basketball? My brother, probably. I mean, my what brother, about, what about, if my brother about, had been a hockey player, I probably wouldn't have been a hockey player, to be honest really? with my brother. Probably. That's just uh, the way it kind of worked. It does, um, doesn't it? What about player-wise? player well he's a player he was good um (laughs) but that's okay um that's a good question i was a magic guy growing up i was really a magic guy um you know we were the pergolders i went to east so we were the purple and gold and it kind of fit with the whole laker issue in the 80s and yeah um could stand mikhail and the celtics i could oh and now i have a newfound respect for him but whatever um yeah, that would probably be it. You know, I was early in on Michael, but um, yeah, I my, my, I, for me, um, my dad always inspired me. But for players before Duke went into the one and done, there's a lot of Duke players that I was always a fan of because they were highly intelligent, academically well-rounded students. But like the Bobby Hurleys and the Steve Wojnarowski's of the worlds of being just an undersized guard playing in a big-time basketball was always something that I always I like that too. I, I like, like I just too. I like those gritty kind of kids, and I always tried to like oh, if I can't be six five, what can I do? Because these guys are killing it. And I know Wojo Wojo was great at that, but oh my god, he would slap the floor, and I know you know he just he got the best out of his teammates. So guys like that were the kind of guys that I wanted to be like. I know I agree. All right, thanks, Coach. Yep.
everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.